everybody, and welcome to a new episode of StartupRad.io, your podcast show with startup news and interviews from Germany. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is once again Jörn from StartupRad.io, once again with your favorite blogger without a blog, Christian. Before this recording, we actually did a little review digging in our old startup news, and it turns out we are working for more than two years together bringing you the startup news from Germany, from the perspective here in lovely Frankfurt, as well as awesome New York. Hey, Christian, how are you doing, man? Awesome. Obviously, fantastic. I read that Jürgen Klinsmann always says fantastic when someone asks him how he feels. Probably I told this story in the past two years already. Anyway, nice to be back. <laughs> we are very glad to have you back here. Yes. And uh, before we begin, this time it's up to me and we're very proud to announce that again, that we have a, a sponsor message. So uh, please stay with us then uh, because support for this podcast and the following messages come from Slack. Millions of people and hundreds of thousands of companies rely on Slack to get their work done. For them, Slack is where all the people and tools they need to work are gathered, where ideas form, evolve, and reach fruition, where plans are proposed, documents exchanged, expenses approved, travel booked, and deals signed off. And if I may add, a lot of gifts also exchanged, where decisions are made and consensus is reached, where the humdrum becomes the easily done Slack, where work happens. Find out why at slack.com. And uh, yeah, I just told you uh, when we were talking before, I'm a very heavy Slack user and I uh, just find it fascinating that the whole platform, which is insanely well done, um, gets such attraction. But um, whenever you use the um, program, I can think, uh, I have the impression that you can see why. I really like it. And Startups.Observer supports this program. Startups Observer is like online dating for startups and investors. Learn more at Startups.Observer. And we should tell our listeners that this is also something new we are doing here because before that recording we are doing right here, right now on the 5th of January 2018, we used to have the annual wrap up always together with the December news. So it was a, it was a little bit confusing to have the news and then always sprinkled in between the, what happened last year. So we decided this time, okay, we do it right. And we make one news episode, just what happened last year. What is the outlook for this year? It's very subjective what we selected here, but if you have some comments, just leave them wherever you are listening to us because StartupRate.io is now available as audiogram on Facebook, on YouTube. We have our own channel. We passed more than half a million views and we have more than 2,000 subscribers. Awesome. Thank you, guys. And the big number of views actually comes because we are working with many partners who actually embed our content in their website so um we are very grateful for all of them just to mention because i just got off the phone with them is gründer metropole it's a more berlin-based startup blog mostly in german also we will be online on soundcloud from this year on and i hope you did not mind that we went down for some time we had very heavy downloads during christmas days we ha we actually made it shortly before into the uk podcast download charts awesome Woo <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun it's a fun uh, claim for fame i think 
Yes, we we spent all was part of the British iTunes charts. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, we've also been um, once in the top 100 for Germany as well and hope to get there pretty soon again, as well as into many, many other countries who also like startup news from Germany. Um, as Enough I was about telling, us. let's yeah. dive in. <laughs> totally do that 2017 in review once again if you're listening to this if you're hearing this somewhere else just go to dub 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 startup rate dot io and uh click on the news and you will find all of our startup news all of our show notes 2017 in review we found 2017 review these cities are leading the world in ico activity number one not surprisingly san francisco number two moscow that actually took me by surprise london yes sure singapore yes fine new york also los angeles surprised me quite a lot i was i was pretty sure asia was was somewhere up there especially hong kong of course with the chinese market Tallinn in estonia i do believe um Number nine is Berlin, and number 10 is the city at the sea, Shanghai. Yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, yeah, you said it already. Moscow, I think, is a surprise in there. Uh, and it's interesting, um, but I think it has to do with uh, the big importance there of the whole blockchain um, phenomenon. And uh, with Tallinn, I mean, we really see a lot of interesting news nowadays coming uh, out of Estonia in terms of tech. They also have this uh, crazy project where you can become an e-citizen of Estonia. And it seems as if this little Baltic country really leads the way internationally on that um we also uh, had a couple of other like 2017 reviews and wrap-ups so pitchbook news came up with um vc activity in three charts and found out that 2017 was a record setting year they also have which uh, you can find in our show notes a um like a little wrap-up of the analyst teams what they think is the top ideas of 2017 Actually, for me, was what was important, uh, there used to be a lot of talk going into 2017 about unicorns. You don't hear mm -hmm. that a lot anymore. Now the hype term is ICO, blockchain, Ethereum. And mm -hmm. actually, um, what surprised me is still 40 startups with VC backing have been created as unicorns, they write. Ah, you see. Yeah. Um, yeah, which also leads us a bit to Germany. And uh, since this is a, a German-based um, podcast, um, we usually put a lot of emphasis on that. But uh, in terms of the th 2017 review, there we have, well, like a mixed bag of, of um, articles, I'd say. For example, the German government got a failed rating for their efforts for startups in 2017, writes Gründerszene.de, a um, German news website related to startups that uh, I also usually contribute, regularly contribute to. Um, and they had a 2017 wrap-up where they also uh, found out that 82% of German startups still need to bootstrap and um, their experts mostly came up with minor examples for like regulatory improvements that the German government did like scale, which is a new segment at the stock exchange, especially aiming at young and fast growing companies. 
and actually um, what yeah. mo what Sorry. most surprised me there was um they have been mainly reviewing for the 2017 review they've been digging into the data of deutsche startup monitor dsm which is an annual survey of entrepreneur startup activity here in lovely germany and we actually gave our listeners all the data that we thought was important i do believe in fall 2017 so if you're with us you are ahead of the curve yes definitely and i now have to apologize because the snow plow is outside because and probably you can hear that but um since we have like minus four fahrenheit minus 20 celsius and it's crazy oh, yeah right it's it's completely snowed in in new york yes. i remember yes. actually um I was walking outside with a little bit thicker coat today in Frankfurt and was warm because it reached almost 10 degrees Celsius here and we had some light rain. So no, <laughs> really sorry you had to freeze different. your ears yes. off. <laughs> Enough about me, the though. German startup <laughs> Portal Gründerszene yes. has 12 important exits from the German startup scene marked as important, led by 270 million US dollars of exit of Good Game Studios from Hamburg. They've been sold, or they sold themselves, bad to say, to the Swedish company Stillfront, or Math42, an app sold to US company Keck for around 20 million. Go to our show notes and find out more. Also, we found the state of the B2B Germany in tech 2017. Germany dominates fields such as cybersecurity, autonomous vehicles, robotics, virtual reality, and augmented reality. Go to Crowd posted this um, article. It's in English, and you, of course, find it in the show notes. Also talking about lovely Frankfurt. Frankfurt increases gravity for fintechs, writes Der Bankblock. As you can already deduce, it's the banking block. It's a German block here for the banking scene. The city has seen almost 30% growth in numbers of fintechs headquartered there. They also raised 25 million euros venture capital since 2016, which puts them third place in the fintech ranking. Also, ICO made in Frankfurt, the fintech SafeDroid is working on its ICO, which they announced on Startup Radio in December. Watch the interview here and uh, I hope you don't mind, but there's also me in the video doing the interview. Also, here in lovely Rhein-Main, there is BrainBot. What is BrainBot, you're asking? Of course, it's one of the lead developers of Ethereum. And they also did a token sale in 2017. Admittedly, they used the company headquartered in lovely Liechtenstein. Chris, have you ever been to Liechtenstein? Um, no, but I very recently did an interview with the UN ambassador to Liechtenstein and it was very interesting because I always wanted to write an article about what it's like to work at the United Nations and come from a rather small country. And uh, he was awesome. And I really fell in love again with the idea of the United Nations. Little side note. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. And Liechtenstein, for everybody who's not from Europe, is a country, I do believe it's it's about the size of New York. It's German-speaking. It's a fourth German-speaking country, and it's completely surrounded by Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. You can, I do believe, be through 
in less than one hour through the whole country. Completely <laughs> left our topic, um, BrainBot. They did their ICO headquartered there and they sold um, the the new Radiant Network token. You can find the link to their medium.com release on our show notes. And of course, there is, as we always say, Germany is not a centralized country. It's a decentralized country. Grundersena also took this by heart and actually made up a map, drew a map of Germany where they put together all the valleys that actually exist in Germany. It's uh, many diverse hubs crossing city and state borders. Frankfurt Rhein-Main, depending on your definition of the area can be several cities and can cross three states like the tri-state area in New York. In the very south, there is Baden-Württemberg. Of course, Frankfurt is in Hessen. And to the very west of this area, there is Mainz, uh, my native city where I was born and the capital of the state of Rheinland-Pfalz or rhineland Palatine. Sorry, Enough distraction. Here yeah, you go, Chris. Yeah, enough with the uh, regions and the German overview. Uh, and let's talk a bit more about like the biggest startup trends that we saw in Germany and abroad in 2017. And obviously, the hot topic of the year, we also already mentioned it, was uh, blockchain, Bitcoin, and the whole shenanigans around the cryptocurrency uh, stuff. So uh, we got a couple of articles for you about that. And um, I think as of now or yesterday evening, because it seems to me right now as if these numbers are changing by the minute, we are looking at around $770 billion um, being traded in all those crypto cryptocurrencies. We had the whole... Bitcoin arriving in the mainstream discussion. And um, I think it's right now at around like 15 or $16,000. So there definitely is a bubble, but still people who got into it a couple of months ago still made a lot of money, obviously. And I think we are at a stage where we don't really grasp yet how much it is going to change everything. And uh, yeah, we found a couple of articles for you about that. For example, we have Nick Sabo, the father of, father of smart contracts, who explains the history of the block blockchain for us then on a, a very nice youtube video i got a add-on mm -hmm. then we have an, a little explainer how to identify leading blockchain startups on a worldwide level we have a little primer that explains what is ethereum we have something about icos and uh we have a note of caution where uh, deutsche bank calls bitcoin the top risk factor of 2018 And all of those articles are a bit further down in our show notes. You can find them there. Leading us to another big topic and another buzzword topic of 2017. And I'll just... Yeah, maybe yeah. identifying leading blockchain startups on a worldwide level is written by Professor Philip Sandner. He is a um, professor at the Frankfurt School of Management and Finance here in Frankfurt. I know him personally, and he's a very, very smart guy. Maybe we should do an interview at one point with him. Yes. And of course, we have we also found a video of all the ICOs, all the craze around there. But um, a cautionary note, uh, 770 billion is not a lot speaking in um, terms of capital markets. It's much less than, for example, only the valuation of Apple alone, plus a cryptocurrency, you can call it as you like, but it's not a currency. I repeat, it's not a currency. So nonetheless, you invest on your own risk. 
and uh, you can do so making small profit. I admittedly also made a small profit investing in Bitcoins when they were below 100 euro and then actually sold uh, when, when it was a little bit, I think, 2,000 euros a piece. And then I actually um, received a message from the website I was using and they actually said, hey, look, you got Bitcoin's cash left and I also sold them as well. So I was getting out pretty early and you totally should read up on um, bubbles. Um, we chain, we uh, shared in the past, for example, um, an article, um, a podcast from Bloomberg, Odd Lots on the Tulip Bubble. So you should surely listen to that all as cautionary law yes i'm really good. sorry christian no no, no it's all good uh, let's talk more about physical stuff i would say and since another buzzword was in 2017 definitely uh, e-mobility and the whole topic of autonomous driving we have a couple of articles about that as well because it's especially important for Germany and for the future of Germany. Uh, at first, we have a little, uh, uh, yeah, also, again, a cautionary note, because unfortunately, it took a Chaos Computer Club member, like a German, very ethical German hacker organization. It took him only two minutes to hack an uh, electrocharging station, rights engine mobility. You can find out about that. Then we have the fact that former BMW, Deutsche Bank and Faraday future managers got together in Germany to build a self-driving city car company is going to be called Evel, Evelo City, Evelo City, Velocity, E Velocity, something like that. It has a couple of uh, letters in there that make me wonder how it's actually pronounced. Um, we have the fact that BMW invests in bet in the battery company that could lead to more uh, to wider range and faster charging cars, and Volkswagen invests in Berlin-based cargo e-bike. Rise e-mobility e-bike is a mix of a bicycle and a delivery car. Um, we even had Deutsche Post coming up with a little cargo scooter. So a lot of uh, stuff is happening there. And I think what's really important and uh, what um, allows us to sum it all up is the fact that a lot of the German traditional companies now come up with ideas how to cooperate more with startups. And uh, I think I really, yeah, I really like that fact that, for example, just uh, the other day, there were announcements that Aurora Technology, also a big company in autonomous driving, will provide its technology to um, Volkswagen and Hyundai. So I think these old big German car manufacturers now really realized in 2017 that they have to change their business strategy in order to stay relevant and they have a good eye on the competition coming up. And many companies actually do that via their own accelerator program. For example, Porsche, as we told, and VW are now in the game of accelerator programs. Also, Deutsche Bahn is there. And of course, our most loved Merck accelerator disclaimer, they have been sponsoring a series with all their startups that they have currently in the program. And I did an interview with each and every one of them. Um, if you would like to watch it, you can surely find it as one example of the corporate accelerator landscape now developing here in Germany. Christian, we look in the future, don't we? Um, yes. So let's come to uh, Outlook 2018. We have a, a list there as well with 18 trends shaping tech in 2018 coming from CB Insights. And they, for example, define that shifting models for car ownership. Okay, back again to that topic. And uh, the race to become an 
artificial or art, artificial intelligence powerhouse i'm sorry um will define um, the year to come that sounds like an interesting idea already or an interesting overview already we have a more in-depth article about that as well with ai and uh, machine learning trends for 2018 from d zone and um looking at europe um there's an article um saying that 2018 could be the year for europe's next 100 billion dollar tech company we'll see about that And we'll see about that. And uh, we have uh, seven predictions for software as a service in 2018 as an article. Also by Thomas. Yeah. I do believe he's pronounced Tungus. Uh, he is VC partner at Redpoint Capital. So it's his daily business. And I hope he knows what to write. Yes. About. That's why we're here. Mm, related to Frankfurt, still, like we said, a fintech hub. A um, little overview there, how fintech will change in 2018, top 10 uh, fintech trends. Yeah, the probably the last uh, is more up to you and explain to you. I've just seen a few weeks back on CB Inside when they started talking about AgTech, AgraTech, um, helping with farming and all this stuff. And I thought, wait, we've been talking almost a year ahead of time about that. And also, you'll now find something you hear from us ahead of time. It's called Slaw. It has nothing to do with uh, scary movies, nothing to do with salad. It's actually an acronym. Ta-da! What a surprise. Uh, Reuters called coined it and they write um uh, tech salad will come with a side of slaw in 2018 and with that they referred to the ipo of, of spotify the s lyft dl airbnb di and we work Ta-da! The W. So that is what we are looking for, the, the four big startups listing in 2018. Hopefully they'll not be the only one. Oh, now I got it. Slaw, Spotify, Lyft, Airbnb, yeah. WeWork. And, and as soon as you have Smart. acronym, it's actually um, a thing, right? <laughs> that's true. Now you can hear an alarm outside. Yeah, it's, it's New it's York. completely authentic, you so see, don't worry uh, about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fireman. Yeah, actually, I I mean, I'm always uh, uh, admitting then at this stage that basically it's just a soundboard and I just use the effects here. Anyway, um, to wrap things up, that was a quick overview and a quick review, I think. I don't know if you have anything to add, what um, probably some New Year's resolutions in terms of startups. Do you have, uh, do you have had anything that you want to buy? Are you uh, a Kickstarter Indiegogo guy? No, no, actually not. Um, the only thing I have on schedule for this year is actually to extend Startup Radio to increase the reach, to have more people listening to it, to have a more in-depth coverage. I'm actually going to visit a few companies with my camera, hopefully this year, and I hope to extend some partnerships that you can uh, listen and view our content on many, many blogs around the world because the aim is as still startuprate.io is your gate to the German startup scene if you don't speak German at all. That's why we're here and we hope you enjoyed it and look for the um, Startup News Wrap-Up Germany for December that will be going online pretty soon as well. Thanks, guys. Sounds like an okayish resolution to me. Thank you. And uh, yeah, that's it for the day. See you in 2019. And in between, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully you hear us pretty soon. Yes. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.